0: This is the Truth Hurts program with your host Steve Z, telling it like it is. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. We're coming to you live from the front seat of the old F 250 pickup truck. Today, we want to talk about the lies of the left. In regards to the Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019. The China virus, as Donald Trump called it. The Kung Fu Wuhan flu, as I call it. The overhyped, overreported, over exaggerated, not nearly even remotely as deadly as they lied to us and told us it was. After they exaggerated, overhyped, overblue, and misidentified hundreds of thousands of deaths as coronavirus deaths, including motorcycle crashes, car crashes, house fire deaths, heart attacks, drug overdoses, assaults that resulted in death. But if they had one little COVID in their system at the autopsy, they called it a COVID death. In the crazy madcap world of everyone's a racist and everything is offensive and everyone's a victim. They didn't dare allow people like Donald Trump, the bigoted racist, the homophobe, the hater of all things, progressive and liberal. They would not allow him to get away with calling the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, the China flu. Well, they had the Spanish flu. We called that the Spanish flu. No one got offended. But that's because the Spanish people in Spain are actually European white people who happen to speak another language, Spanish. We don't dare call it the China virus, for that would be Asian hate. No, that would be calling the virus by the origin of the virus, like we did the Spanish flu. The Asian bird flu. All of those others. The Ebola virus from Africa. The German measles. You get the idea. We said way back when that the China virus likely began as either a deliberate biological warfare agent created and accidentally or purposefully released at a Wuhan China virology lab. We've provided you with proof and evidence that the Obama administration sent your tax dollars to that Wuhan China virology lab where they conducted experiments on biological agents such as bacteria and viruses. Oh, but Steve, y'all are just making things up. You guys on the left will do anything in the world to try and make Donald Trump look like a hero when he's really a zero. Nobody believes anything that the orange man says. Oh, how wrong you were. Now here we are. A full year and a half after the official announcement by China that a virus was discovered in a wet market where they sell vegetables, fruit, animals, animal meat, seafood and some home goods. An open-air market where supposedly The Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019, COV-19, the SARS COV virus strain known as COVID-19 now, was somehow migrated from a bat or an animal and mutated and became animal to human contact. And it spread from there. Supposedly, December 30th, 2019. Of course, now official and unofficial reports are coming out of Wuhan, China, the Asian community, stating that three of the workers at the Wuhan Virology Institute, that virology lab that created multiple biological weapons and strains of bacteria and strains of viruses. Three of its employees reportedly checked in to hospital in Wuhan, China, prior to the official announcement declaring a pandemic. Are you connecting the dots yet, Truth Hurts program listeners? Are you putting one foot in front of the other yet? It's either follow the money or follow the excuse-making trail, the blame game. This virus, as I said to you, in January of 2020, a month after it was officially announced, I said to you on the program, would not put it past me for these people to have developed this viral agent, this disease, this germ warfare virus with the intent of destroying Americans. Well I Steve that was just a conspiracy theory. You didn't have any evidence to back it up. No, we called for investigations. We called for inspectors to go there. But the Chinese Communist Party government refused to allow anyone, including the United Nations, an organization for which they are a part, refused to allow anyone into the entire city of Wuhan, into the province, into China whatsoever. Donald Trump was proactive. He did the right thing. Early, early on after finding out there was such a thing as the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, he immediately used his presidential authority to stop all travel from China in order to try and stop that dreaded disease from coming to the United States of America. He was called a xenophobe, a racist, a crisis monger. -er -er -er. He was accused of using the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 to divert the public's attention away from his second fake, phony, made-up lie, sham impeachment hearings. Follow the money and follow the deception train. The Wuhan China novel coronavirus became a bigger issue once Donald Trump was acquitted on the second impeachment trial, the second phony impeachment trial lodged against him. Donald Trump was acquitted Which means not guilty to those of you who live in Minot, North Dakota, and may not understand the large word acquitted. Or as the late Rush Limbaugh would say, those of you in rural, liberal Rio Linda, California, where big words escape you. The Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, as I said on this program, and as many other conservative commentators have said on conservative news outlets and in conservative talk radio, and even on some of the more conservative leaning talk television shows, we have said since day one, this Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, was manufactured in a Wuhan China virology laboratory, deliberately, willfully, intentionally. We know that the United States under Barack Hussein Barry Sotero Obama and gropy mopey, touchy-feely Joe Biden, that administration, funded with American tax dollars that very same virology lab instructing them to perform experiments that could be beneficial to a United States or United Nations or One World Order style takeover. But Steve, you're starting to sound like one of those guys that has a aluminum foil hat and comes up with conspiracy theories about, about EMPs and, and, and viruses and, and stuff. You can think of me as you wish. The Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 was renamed COVID-19 so as not to offend the never-before-but-now-suddenly-sensitive Asian-American population. Kind of strange how they use the media to divert your attention away from the facts in the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 Divert your attention and lead you down this path of Asian hatred. We had to hurry up and pass Asian hate crime legislation. Yet, on the other hand, boys and girls, we have open attacks videoed multiple groups of Arabic, Muslim, Hamas supporting domestic U.S. terrorists, some legal, some illegal immigrants someone expired visas, someone expired work permits, running through large Israeli or Jewish communities in the United States, in New York, New Jersey, Florida, California, and others, openly, violently attacking Jewish people, and people who support Israel as a nation. Openly screaming anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish hate spewing it from their foul filthy mouths spray-painting vandalizing causing major property damage assault and battery physical attacks verbal attacks against Jewish people and their supporters and yet when there was a call for an anti-hate anti-Jewish hate crime legislation to be passed All you heard was crickets. All you heard was crickets in the Democrat halls of Congress. But Steve, I thought all those New York and New Jersey and California, those guys were all very much pro-Jewish people. After all, Hollywood's run by Jewish people, isn't it? New York is full of Jewish people, isn't it? Why is there not a call for that in that part of the country? Because Democrats are first and foremost Democrats. And if a large group of minorities think that Jewish people are white and therefore should be vilified then those Democrats, even Jewish Democrats, will turn against their Jewish faith, will turn away from United States ally Israel, will turn away from what should be in order to pander to the D, the almighty D, the almighty Democrat mantra, the almighty Democrat way of life. And since 13% African-American, AA, 13%, hyphenated Blafrican minorities are a larger group and a more vocal and outspoken and violent. They are going to get the Democrat nod every time over the Jewish community. Hell, the 13% AA hyphenated American african-american minority is only 13 percent yet they hold all the race cards in their hand and they even let the 16 percent hispanic minority the latina latino Latinx minority know when it is okay for them to play one of the race cards you see the latino latina community doesn't have a jesse jack's son They don't have an Al Sharp Tongue. They don't have a Cory Booker. They don't have a Sheila Jackson Lee. They don't have any very wildly recognizable Hispanic so-called leaders like the 13% double A hyphenated American minority does have. But I digress. Evidence has come forth now and a growing number of news outlets have absolutely no choice but to finally come out and start to admit what you and I and other conservative common sense individuals have been saying for a year and a half now. That this Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 most likely started in a Wuhan, China, virology lab. Even Anthony Fauci now, who said, there's no way this came from a bat, this came from la 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 la. Even he is now saying he cannot rule out the possibility. It's a high possibility, Anthony f f Even Anthony Fauci cannot rule out the possibility, the likelihood, that the Wuhan China novel coronavirus did indeed originate in a laboratory that was funded by Barack Hussein Obama and the Joe Biden's administration with your tax dollars. And as more and more truth comes to light, they will find the shortest window to jump out of with the fluffiest grass to land upon. Because if they came out and admitted that they lied, that they covered up, they would look like the foolish idiots that they are. CBS, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, NBC, CNBC, HLN the New York Slimes, the Washington Compost, the Chicago Tribune, the LA Times, all of those liberal media, so-called news outlets, were wrong and they are having a really tough time admitting that they are wrong. The reason why is because, well, they're Democrat in nature, progressive in in nature communist socialist whatever moniker you wish to tag them with they can not admit it when they are wrong and if they do ever have to admit it they do so on page 39 at the bottom under an advertisement for some product or service nobody really wants and they'll make it a comment stick it in between two very unimportant stories and say, and by the way, back in the day when we said the Wuhan China novel coronavirus 2019 could not possibly have been developed in a laboratory in Wuhan, China we may have been mistaken. And that's it for today is all they'll say. They move on to the next unimportant story, like which transgender had an adedictomy or a pecorsectomy. It's disgusting, it's vile, it should be criminally prosecuted and those news agencies they owe a sincere heartfelt apology I'll start from the bottom and work my way up the first person they owe a deep sincere and heartfelt apology to is yours truly Steve Z of the Truth Hurts Program who told you and tried to call them out on this since day one secondly they owe an apology to their colleagues who are sitting in the background grinding and gnashing their teeth every time their employers open their mouths and lie. But those employees, those colleagues, well, they depend on a paycheck from those so called news outlets, so they kept their mouths shut in order to keep their jobs. Thirdly, they owe an apology to the Democrats who loyally listen and follow and read their lies, they need to apologize to their loyal customer, the people who listen to their crap on a daily basis. Fourth, they owe an apology to Donald J. Trump and everyone associated with the Trump administration for the lies, for the made up stories, for the phony dossiers, for the diversionary tactics, for the disinformation and outright misinformation for the lies the fake accusations and allegations they owe the president Donald J Trump and Mike Pence an apology and lastly but certainly not least those so-called liberal news media outlets owe you the conservative common-sense minded American the deepest apology of all for it is their lies their innuendo, their fakery, their false allegations, their phony allegations, their misinformation, their disinformation, their fake news is what caused you grief and heartache and grinding of your teeth and high blood pressure and arguments with members of your own family, with your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, perfect strangers who decided to interject their viewpoints which have now all been proven to be lies and further proof that what you and what I have said, thought, and preached all along was absolutely the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But my friends, we've proven that no one can hold their breath for nine minutes. So don't hold your breath waiting for an apology from those news outlets, because it ain't coming and that's the truth sometimes unfortunately the truth hurts my friends my loyal truth hurts program listeners more lies are being exposed day by day. Earlier today on our first edition of the program, I pointed out that Donald Trump was indeed correct when he called out the massive voter fraud that was going on in several key swing states that resulted in Donald Trump not being reelected and gropey Joe Biden supposedly being elected as the president of the United States. But more and more of these investigations, like the so-called audit in Arizona, which is now, the audit is being investigated. These things are coming to light, my friends. The only problem with bringing the truth to light, even if it is in your favor, is that the very, very powerful leftist, mainstream progressive media outlets will simply portray you and I as those nut jobs who walk around in aluminum foil hats, claiming the sky is falling, when nothing could be further from the truth. The sky is falling, my friends, and guess what? Prices are rising, but the media, if you listen to them, they'd have you think this is normal economic growth. There's nothing normal about it, and it's not growth. It is cancerous overgrowth. It is a malignant increase in prices, and it is doing major harm to any prospect of a real recovery that would affect anyone making under a half a million dollars a year. I'll explain it again. I've done it before, but I'll explain it again. In case you have friends who are incapable of understanding the basics of economics, I want you to bookmark this portion of the program and play it for them later on. When inflation hits, inflation means those massive rising prices that no one expected. When inflation hits, it does not affect the millionaires at the top of the food chain, at least not in a major way. Because when it comes right down to it, homo sapiens, you and I, and even the very uber wealthy, we all basically need the same things. We need fresh water. We need food. We need shelter. And to a certain degree, we need transportation and we need healthcare. In some way, shape, fashion, or form, I'm not talking about intricate, delicate medical care. I'm talking about basic, life-saving medical treatment in case something bad happens. A pair of tweezers, some bactine, some peroxide, and a bandage anything else 150 years ago was just considered you died of old age or natural causes hell a heart attack is natural causes a stroke is natural causes although likely exacerbated by some poor living lifestyle choices food choices exercise choices putting oneself in a precarious or dangerous position in their employment or their recreational activities The bottom line is, birth is a natural function of life. Living is a natural function of life. Illness and death are natural functions of life. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Before x-rays, before MRIs, before invasive surgical procedures. If someone had cancer of the liver, and they died, they just died. That was that. Sorry, I'm off topic a second. Basic needs of the wealthy food, shelter, transportation, medical care, water. Tip, that's what we all need as human beings. And if the chips are down and the economy takes a crap and inflation goes spiraling up through the roof, do you think the wealthy will go without food? You think they will go without shelter? You think they will go without transportation? You think they will go without water? You think they will be unable to take care of their basic medical needs? The answer, of course, is no, but if you said yes, you are as wacky as wacky can be. The poor, my friends, have to find a way to pay for the increasing costs of food, of water, of utilities, of medical care, of transportation, of shelter, basic medical care. When inflation prices those basic necessities out of the reach of the poor, the poor cannot blame anyone but those who created the inflation to begin with. And I promise you, it wasn't a wealthy Republican businessman. It was the misguided economic policies of gropey Joe Biden, whose only economic goals were to undo, decimate, destroy, dismantle, tear down, reverse the successes of Donald Trump for the sole purpose of reversing Donald Trump at every possible conceivable turn. Keynesian economics, look it up, look it up. You will see how it failed every time it has been proposed. Oh, it might succeed for a short, short period of time, but in the long run, in the end, over the course of time, it fails and fails miserably every time. And it is the poor who suffer. But those media outlets, they will do what they always do, my friends. They will find some backdoor method of blaming it on a Republican, blaming it on Donald Trump, or in the case of Obama, blaming it on George W. Bush, or in the case of the Democrats before him, blaming it on the Republicans before them, and the stupid people, the uninformed, the uneducated, they, my friends, well, they're gonna believe the lies of the media. They're going to continue to perpetuate and spread the lies that it is indeed the Republicans' fault for their own economic failings. And that is the truth, my friends. And that looks like all the time we have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. So we'll see you next time. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Copyright 2021, the Truth Hurts Program Network.